Thanks for tuning in today. It's Kevin from Bison Moon Group, Reach the Moon Podcast. I'm here today with Julie Dick. And Julie, what's the name of your company? Uh, it's called Keep Your Cup Full. And what is it that you make? Um, I hand sew comfort cushions that are positive mental health um, resources. So on the front has a positive mental health quote, uh, something pretty and floral or just strong on the front. And the back has a pocket filled with resources um, for mental health agencies and different counseling places in the Edmonton and surrounding areas. That's great. Are you only in Edmonton or do you also feed, say, Red Deer or another area hospital? Um, it's just me in Edmonton, but I am able to ship the cushions pretty much anywhere in Canada. I've shipped to Calgary and uh, Newfoundland and a few different places. How did you uh, start your company? What got you involved? Um, well, I have been a big mental health advocate for quite a few years, um, struggling and living with mental illness myself. And I've always wanted to just be able to provide people with more than just words of support and, you know, different numbers that they can call. And um, I actually gave a gift to my mother-in-law quite a while ago um, of a, cu a cushion made from a really, really small T-shirt. And I love the phrase on the front. And it was hideous and only something a mother could love. And um, I kind of got the idea a while after that, um, after I had quite a few people in my life um, die by suicide. And I wanted to support the people that are around me um, with not just my words, as I said. And I kind of came up with the idea of the cushion um, as somebody who struggles mostly on a daily basis. I actually am comforted by, you know, the cushions that I have at home or plush or something like that, that I can hold on to. And um, so I started making the cushions to provide with other people um, who are struggling and fill them with information um, that is, you know, something that they probably wouldn't think of getting for themselves. And it's a, a gift for, for other people who are struggling just like I am. That's actually really interesting because I know of somebody that sleeps with a full body pillow so that they don't feel alone. Uh, it's their little mm -hmm. comforter. How big are the pillows exactly. in size? Um, They're close to the size of like a, a cushion that just goes on your couch. Um, I can make them in a few different sizes, but I have like a, a regular rectangular shape. I'd say they probably just go around um, the size of where your arms sit at your waist. So they're perfect just to put your arms around. That's great. So as an entrepreneur, what are you like in the morning? What time of day does your day start? Um, well, <laughs> Keep Your Cup Full is actually my side business. I work full time as well. So I wake up very early in the morning to work my seven to three job. And when I come home is when I get most of my uh, work done. And throughout the day, I kind of make a list of all of the things that I need to get done once I start my job at home. <laughs> so my mind is con constantly moving and thinking of different ideas and um, trying to keep track of all the jobs that I'm doing at one time. <laughs> so I'm a big list maker and a big planner. I just started uh, a few months ago doing that and it's completely changed my life. <laughs> all right, so you knew about this question coming up. What's on your daily do list? Um, at the moment, my daily to-do list right now is just to relax and breathe as I'm not feeling the greatest today. <laughs> so that's number one on my list. And um, next, I have some other cushions I need to sew. I have some other things I have to plan for the next few days. Um, 
and uh, finish the cup of tea that I currently have in my hand. That's uh, also number two. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Have you ever had a request to do sp something specific on a cushion? I have. Um, actually, right when I first started my business in December, I had a woman who her partner had passed away and she requested that I make um, some cushions out of his old shirts and his old jacket. And um, I didn't even have a sewing machine at that time, but I felt like I had a connection with this person and I needed to do it. And it was the most intense thing I've ever done in my life. I think cutting up somebody's old shirt and thinking, oh, if I mess this up, you know, they're going to have nothing left. Um, so that was the, the craziest thing I've done. And I, I do custom prints and things like that uh, as well. I've had a few different um, quotes and sayings put on the cushions too. So can pretty much make anything with the, uh, the woman who does my printing for me. That's actually great. Do you mind saying the name of the lady that helps you out and does uh, your printing? Yeah. Absolutely. Her name's Alita and she uh, works with Rattlecan Workshop and she just started her own um, clothing line as well called Sequoia. So she she's incredible. I've been working with her for years with uh, my band and doing our shirts and printing and things like that. So she's the first person I thought of when I came up with my uh, my business plan. And she helps me create all of the different designs that come out of my brain and I cannot draw for the life of me. So uh, she's very helpful and she's so passionate. She's great. That's great. It, it's nice to see entrepreneurs work together um, in, in a combined effort and also at mm -hmm. the same time uh, a sole entrepreneurship. Absolutely. She's my number one fan and I'm hers too. So it's great. For this business venture, have you ever tried anything similar or on this venture did you lay out a business plan? Um. No, I actually didn't even think that I was starting a business when I started this project, to be honest. I kind of thought that I was um, just going to randomly make some cushions and um, see how that goes. <laughs> and it turns out that I now run a business that's fully licensed and all registered and things like that. So I had absolutely no idea and still kind of don't really know what I'm doing. Um, but so far, it's been pretty good, I guess. I mean, I'm still going. I'm still getting this. So... I can't really complain. Sorry, I have to put you on hold, not like hold, hold, but go figure. I have a call coming in. <laughs> no worries. That is something I've learned in this entrepreneurship is I need a designated line for this. <laughs> That's fair. I used to drive around town and like do the interviews in person, but I would oh, wow. have uh, people hold the microphones and then they would hold it away or I had one lady click it up against her shirt the entire in interview. Oh my god! And then I couldn't edit out any of those background sounds, so I had to drive yeah, back and then re-record. <laughs> so I I like the cell phone thing because people are used to holding it consistently away from their mouth, and I think the audio yeah. quality sounds okay. It's not it's amazing more organic that way. <laughs> true, true, and that's the idea of this podcast. Totally. Um, okay, so backing up just a little bit. Uh, do you have a business plan laid out for this? Um, I do to an extent. Um, I just kind of started planning um, the rest of my year and kind of goals and things like that because um, I never actually expected to be running a business and it was definitely not my intent. So I, I wasn't quite sure and still I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. Um, but I have a bunch of different um, markets and things like that that are coming up over 
the summer and later on into the fall. So that's um, a lot bigger plan that I thought I would than just kind of locally selling cushions. Um, but business plan and business model is a uh, completely new to me as I've never started or run my own business before. Have you ever looked into traveling out of town to different trade shows or markets that they have? Yeah, um, I actually do have a market in Calgary in, I think it's September that I'm heading out there just to kind of test it out. I mean, I haven't been to um, an official big market yet, so I'm not quite sure how it's going to go. Um, I did a really small market called like a zine fair kind of thing that was like super um, hip and organic. And it was it was really cool, but I, it was not like a, a regular market where everyone, you know, hand makes necklaces and things like that in like a giant community center kind of thing. So with all the markets that I've kind of set up for, I have I have a lot and I've invested a lot into it. So I could either, you know, completely sink and uh, it could be a total bust or I could be swimming and swimming and have a lot more planning to do over the next year or two. What was something that you didn't expect uh, that came up as a hurdle while you're starting the business out? Um, when I first started, and I'm still kind of just sifting it out now, um, having people prepay for things is something that I actually didn't really think of ahead of time. Because um, I'm a very trustworthy person and I kind of just assume, you know, if someone wants something, then they're eventually going to pay for it um, once they have the product. But um, I have to pay for all of my, you know, fabric to be printed ahead of time. So when people are buying product um, from me, when they're buying the cushions, I've already purchased all of that and I've used, you know, my own money. Um, so any money that I get afterwards is um, ma I'm making it back. Um, until I, you know, get to the point where I'm making more money than I've put in. Um, so that was definitely a hurdle for me, um, realizing that, uh, you know, obviously in a business you have to put your own money in, but I, I don't want to push people and, uh, you know, force them to, to pay me before they even have the product in their hands. Was there a cost that you didn't really expect? I think the cost that I didn't really expect, I guess, was all of like the background business stuff and like getting the business license and registering trade name and things like that, which um, I wasn't even fully expecting to do because I didn't think that I was going to be starting a full on business. I thought it would just be kind of like a, a side adventure project. But now that I'm fully in it, it makes sense. Um, but that definitely was a bit of a surprise. A question if you've worked out your time and maybe even uh, capabilities, how many cushions do you sell a month or how many do you hope to peak out at? Um, well, I've sold, I think, about 170 since I started in December. So that's about four months, give or take. Um, it kind of fluctuates, I suppose. Um, my goal, I guess, is just to kind of sell if I can, about 50 a month, which I think I'm kind of sitting close to if I uh, finish by the end of March. Um, I guess I don't really have much of a, a game plan for when I hit markets and stuff like that. I'm kind of just loading up and hoping for the best. Um, but I, I guess my goal is to have a certain amount of money in donations, I guess, because my comfort cushions, um, $5 from each of them is donated. Um, to a mental health organization. And right now I'm donating to CASA. So I'm hoping 
possibly by the end of the year is to have like a few thousand dollars um, to donate to them in a giant check. I'm sitting at about 550. So I feel like it's it's fairly doable. So I'm not really looking to, you know, progress with making money for the business in a sense. I'm wanting to to progress into donating money uh, here in the city. That's great. Can you go into a little bit about what CASA is about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the Child and Adolescent, um, I guess, Resource Center. There's a few different locations in Edmonton. I believe there's one in Sherwood Park. And they're actually like the the only resource center in Alberta that has like a music therapy program. And they actually have a few live-in centers where children and families um, can go to while they're struggling and going through therapy. They have a few different classrooms that you can actually have your children go in and learn while they're struggling as, you know, some children, they do struggle in regular uh, schooling aspects and stuff like that, um, dealing with all different types of mental illness. Um, they have like sensory rooms where kids can go in and calm down. Like it's, it's probably one of the most incredible facilities I've ever seen in my life. And they support tons of different families throughout uh, Edmonton and Alberta in general as well. Wow, that's incredible. If you don't mind, because you do keep saying that you got involved in this uh, in regards to your own personal mental health, is there something that you've been diagnosed with? Do you mind talking about that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I honestly started this whole entire project to um, to begin conversation. So if I wasn't open about my mental health and my struggles, it kind of would be you know, defeating the purpose of the whole entire thing. Um, when I was about... I think 13, 14, I believe it was in grade eight, I was diagnosed uh, with depression, partial uh, social anxiety and seasonal affective disorder, um, which isn't the best living in uh, Edmonton or Winnipeg where I'm from. And it's something that I've been living with for obviously quite a few years. I, I've gone through different types of medication and uh, I did spend some time in the hospital when I was quite young, just not understanding what was going on. And um, I've gone through a lot of different types of personal therapy and whatnot. And, um, you know, I have good days and I have bad days and I'm, I'm definitely, you know, a lot smarter with not self-diagnosing, but just realizing the different symptoms I'm having and seeing them creep up on me. And uh, I'm, I'm way more open about uh, my issues than I, I was in the past, just because I know so many people around me are, are dealing with the same thing and they hide it and conversations are tough to start. But uh, I do have an incredible support system around me. I have my parents back in Winnipeg and my family and my husband, who's very understanding. <laughs> um, and it was my number one support um, during my issues and things like that. So um, I just keep the conversation going. and I'm as open as possible as I can. Good days and bad. You know, looking at the pace of the world nowadays, I could understand how more and more people could feel trapped and it's good to see that you have somebody you can lean on yeah absolutely yeah I have a lot of go-to people and um, even just some friends that you know they'll be able to tell that I'm feeling a little bit off and feeling a little bit different and um, they'll know they'll, they'll be able to tell and if you know the more that I let people know different signs and symptoms and I tell them you know I'm having a bad day um, or, you know, honestly, just canceling plans. I mean, like, hey, I'm having a really rough mental health day right now. Like, I need to take a step back. 
um, the more common that becomes and the more accepting, you know, the people around you are, uh, these are, you know, this whole entire life's going to be to get through. Do you find any of it affects your business? Honestly, doing most of the sewing and things like that, it is kind of therapeutic for me. It's very calming. And, you know, even thinking about where my life would be right now, even in the past few months, um, you know, having something to do when I'm at home instead of just mindlessly, you know, binge watching Netflix or looking at, you know, memes on the internet. I have something to focus my energy to where I don't just, you know, kind of phase out and don't think for a few hours. So I'm able to, you know, binge watch a TV show while I sew my cushions and work on my business or, you know, do different kind of organizational tasks and budgeting while I'm listening to music at home. So I think it's, you know, been incorporated into my life in a very good way. Um, There have been one or two days, you know, where I've had a lot of cushions to sew or a lot of things on my to-do list and I've kind of just shut down and said, no, today I can't do it. Um, But, you know, that's kind of what my whole entire business is for is being able to accept that and knowing that I'm going to have those days on top of the good days. And I'm pretty sure most people that I I sell my cushions to will will understand uh, if I need an extra day or two because, you know, they're probably buying the cushion for someone who's just like me. That's awesome because I, as an entrepreneur, even I have those days where you talk to somebody on the phone and you're like, Ugh, what's the point? And then the next yeah. day you're on a high. So it, it, it's honestly anybody that's an entrepreneur, we go through highs and lows of our own personal struggles. So I get it. Totally. A question that I always ask is how can I help you reach the moon? Whew. Well, um, the moon is quite far. And I kind of want to bring a few other people with me when I go. Um, So I I guess help would be getting the word out as much as possible and providing as many resources and positive ways of thinking that I can. I mean, uh, I have a few different resources from the Canadian Mental Health Association and whatnot, but I want to expand on different places throughout the city and different things that I can put inside the comfort cushions. Um, I mean, not just having pieces of paper, but positive things that can go in there. Um, I've wanted to work towards getting a bunch of stickers to put in there of all of the phrases that are on the cushions, just so people can have them in different places and have positive memories wherever they go. And just smaller trinkets and whatnot that help people um, with their positive day-to-day. So I want to, you know, provide more than just the words. I want to be able to offer people you know, general comfort that they wouldn't think of getting for themselves. So hopefully that'll keep people, you know, going and get further and closer to the moon uh, along with me. That's really cool because these pockets that you're talking about are actual pockets like what would be on jeans. Yes, they're they're half the cushion. (laughs) So you can put different size of items inside it. So if you are a business and you are listening to this, and you're interested in donating something that you think would warm up somebody's day, feel free to reach out to myself um, or you can check out our link on my website or find her on uh, Instagram. Uh, that's how I got a hold of her. It's a, a neat system. I, I, I like what you're doing here. Thank you very much. Has there been a pitch that you've tried to make in the last month or so uh, that either went well or didn't go very well? Um, I think the thing that I'm I'm learning right now is because my proceeds are going to a charity and I'm not particularly 
in the business to make money. I'm just learning kind of what to pick and choose for promotional things. I mean, um, a, a lot of businesses, you know, who have a lot of income for what they're making um, are able to, you know, put in a little bit more money to to promote their items. And I'm I'm learning, you know, where I'm able to promote certain things. And I, I guess once I get to markets and stuff like that, I'll kind of know my base of where I should put um, my cushions and uh, where they're most necessary, I guess. Um, putting them up in, you know, just a regular store might not be um, the most positive and most profitable for, you know, my my charity making. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to find out where the best promotional spots in the city would be for me and if uh, certain places are actually uh, worth the time and investment. You know, I even look at your product as being something that kids would be interested in if they're going off for camp for the first time and they're going to be homesick. Something that, oh, that parents could load idea. up. Yeah, so I, I honestly, I you know, I mean, I typically shoot for a half hour. We're pretty close. Is there anything else you want to touch on? I think you've done awesome. You've really showed like your passion for it. Oh, well, thank you. Um. I think I kind of just want to be able to find out, you know, the best way to branch out and have get more people get involved with what I'm doing. Um, you know, there there's power in people and there's power in numbers. And most people that I've talked to um, have said, wow, this is a really great idea. You know, how can I help? And at this point, I mean, I'm not quite sure how to answer that question of how to help as it's, it's just me. And um you know, I'm just wanting to look for different ways where I can branch out and have more people get involved and more people, you know, being able to support other people in the city. Because uh, that's my number one goal. I kind of want to get, you know, people who normally wouldn't start a conversation to to speak with me and uh, tell me their story and share their, their life experience. And I want to be able to meet as many people as possible. Um, I've met some very wonderful people and shed some tears with them and, you know, have kind of been given over and over, you know, the reason why I'm doing this. And I just want to be able to reach as many people as possible and uh, continue the conversation. If you are listening to this at home and you see a good avenue that she could travel down, um, reach out to her, see if you can help her out. And, you know, I mean, almost put all the uh, paving stones down to make things easy and raise money for the charity and make mental health awareness. A question actually that popped into my head here is do you sell more around the Canada National uh, Mental Health Awareness Day? Okay, do you mean like have more more business coming around during like certain um days like the Bellas Talk Day and things like that? Like there we where go. mental Thank health you. is more of a thing. Gotcha. Okay, no, totally. Um I actually did have um a promotion during Bell Let's, Let's Talk Day that anyone who purchased a cushion, I donated an extra dollar um, from their purchase. So I did see a spike in sales with that where, you know, the conversation was more normalized and there were a lot more conversations. Um, and I had a lot of people, because um, I did open up the conversation for people to share their story with me and I shared it back on the page and we had a bunch more awareness and, you know, a, bun a, a bunch more people just messaging me and saying, thank you for what you're doing, um, which I think you know, is kind of more important than the cushions themselves. But, you know, I know with um, Mental Health Awareness Month coming up and like the semicolon project, 
coming up in April. I'm hoping that I'll be able to, you know, use those platforms to continue conversation and hopefully get the word out about the cushions. Um, I mean, I haven't been around long enough to to see much of a spike in certain things, but I definitely did have more conversations starting um, surrounding, you know, more open mental health days. Great. Thank you for helping me. <laughs> no problems. What I'm here for. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was, is do you have any fluctuation in uh, customers during the Bell Let's Talk Mind Awareness week that they do? Yeah, it was great. Um, def- definitely noticed uh, a spike in just people being more compassionate and being more open to uh, speaking about their own mental health and whatnot as well. Um, so a question with your cushions about inventory is, are you able to stockpile and make them or basically do you make them as you request it? Um, at the moment, I'm kind of loading up for markets and things like that that are starting in May. Um, so normally when I first started, I just had a certain number of cushions and people could just purchase whatever I had in stock. But now that I've kind of, you know, learned what people are into and the most popular colors and things like that, I do have an inventory on hand. I have about 70 different cushions that can be available at the moment. Um, I have a bunch that are sewn and then I just have, you know, some fabric and, cushions waiting to be sewn if someone needs one. It takes me about 25 minutes to sew a cushion. So if someone sends me a message and wants a certain color that I have on hand, I can have it for them that day, which is really great. Um, but if someone needs uh, or requests for a cushion that I don't actually have in stock, um, normally it takes about a week or so, week and a half, depending on um, the day of the week, obviously, asking for Alita to, uh, to get the colors for me and have them printed in her own studio. And uh, also depending on how busy she is, because <laughs> obviously her business uh, comes first. But I, I've learned to try and have as much stock on hand as possible just to to save time. And special requests always take a little bit of extra. Well, that's really great. I appreciate you sitting down with me today. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Uh, it would be the Facebook page, facebook.com slash keepyourcupfull. Um, I do sit on Instagram uh, as well. It's keep your cup full with an underscore after <laughs> and uh, Twitter as well. Um, it's just capital K Y C F underscore a little bit fancier. Got an acronym already. It's kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, everything's just done through the Facebook page. Hopefully we'll branch out and get a website one day when, uh, you know, we've got the big guns coming in. <laughs> but until then, uh, just any of those platforms are just perfect. Great. Well, thanks for tuning in today to Bison Moon Group Reach the Moon podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us or contact us on iTunes. Have a good day. Thanks, guys.